0: Welcome back to Reality with the Twist. I'm Ben. I'm Jeremy. I'm Gabriel. I'm Gunner. And I'm Dylan. And again, welcome back, or welcome for the first time, those of you who may be listening in for the first time to Reality with the Twist. You're in for a treat today. Um, we've got a very fun uh, topic here, but before we get into it, we've got some announcements to get off to.
1: Yeah, we're just plugging ourselves. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at rwatpodcast. That's R-W-A-T podcast, all one word. And please rate us on Spotify. Uh, that helps a lot more than you think. And um, we just love seeing it. Follow us on Spotify to get notified of uh, ap- episodes coming out. And check on our website um, and definitely send us a, a topic submission. The uh, email shown on the website is not correct, um, but... Yes. Let us know on Instagram if you'd like us to start uploading these clips onto YouTube again and just I gotta gotta see what our email is it is Podcast at gmail.com. It's as simple as that all one word, Mm Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a submission of something you'd like us to talk about.
2: Or better yet, just go to our website and uh, you can press the button on our website and it should just automatically uh, reroute to our email so you can do that. Uh, rwebpod.com
1: well, and
3: make sure.
2: You, oh, sorry.
1: Sorry, I'm I'm checking because last time I checked the email was still incorrect, unfortunately.
2: Um, oh, I mean, I, I'll get a change by the time this episode launches. Okay,
1: cool, 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 cool. Perfect. Then we are Gucci. I was gonna
3: say, go to our Instagram, DM us, and say, "I love miniature walruses."
1: Yes, yes, that's how we'll know hey, your And go
3: Instagram. stream. I'll go stream <laughs> my new uh, "I'm Miserable"
2: song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for Cat. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no, but if
3: you actually do do that, that would be so awesome. Please it would. do. Yeah, please yes. please
1: do tell us that. We'd love to see it.
3: Gunner, you said do do.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Must be I'm,
4: I'm sorry, Gunner. I can't have you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, um, I'll just get off.
1: No, no. A bit. Of <laughs> please stay. Gunner, please come back. Okay,
4: Better.
1: okay, I love you. Oh, I, yeah! was, I was really worried about
0: <laughs> that yeah, for a second. Too. Oh god, I was as well. But All really, right. I mean, anybody listening, get in touch with us. Whether you have a, a an idea for us or you just want to, you know, shoot us a message or whatever, just we'd love to hear from you. Anyone?
1: Yep. Yeah, we, we check Come our get DMs. Get in touch often. with
0: us because we'd love to touch you.
1: Yes, that is.
2: <laughs> I um, uh, for right. legal reasons. What? We we uh, we don't have to touch you. We if
3: you do not want us to. to,
2: actually,
1: we we don't want to at all. Yeah. We don't want. We don't, we don't. want to touch you. You're disgusting. You're filthy. I
2: don't. I don't want I, to get my hands, fellas.
1: Fellas, uh, just a quick aside. Um, as of our last episode up, we now have 24 hours of content up on Spotify. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Oh my god! Whoa. Yeah. So we have a full 24. day, a full day of content up of just us talking, which is crazy. Um, oh, I,
0: I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs>
1: not sleeping that's for sure <laughs> but yeah I just I wanted to, i wanted to interject with that because I have that written down and I didn't know where to naturally put it into the episode
0: yeah I know that, that's, that's awesome cool. um, it's alright <laughs> <laughs> it's okay I'm not impressed <laughs> <laughs> alright well uh, today we're actually kind of going to be returning to our roots as an educational podcast and uh we're going to have a little bit of an educational topic today. Cuz yeah, the last the last few of our episodes have been fun. Yes. Um but we didn't really have any any heavy education going on. It's
1: essentially um, been recess and we're getting back to sixth period now guys. So get in your seats. <laughs>
2: Yeah, except sixth period is that dumb biology class that nobody wants to go to. Hey, I <laughs> always wanted to go to that dumb biology class.
3: Well, I didn't! <laughs> under, weren't we in the same Nerd. biology class? Uh, maybe. I I I never noticed you. It was a blur. Uh, <laughs> I, no, it was anatomy. Oh.
0: oh. Yeah, it was anatomy. That's what I meant. Yeah. I forget that class. <laughs> well... Anyways, uh, even though this will be educational, I've I built in some things to this that'll make it fun. Um, okay, so, cool. yeah, actually, back at our high school, I took this linguistics class, and I learned some pretty cool history over the English language, and it's wow. uh, history and development. So
1: nice.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to be our topic today. Wow. Um,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, and along the way, we're going to be answering some quiz questions, as usual, uh, a regular Reality with the Twist trademark, yes, uh, as yes. well as completing some challenges.
1: Oh, live challenges.
0: Live challenges, and both of these, quizzes no. and challenges, will be for points, and the winner of this episode is going to get something very powerful. Oh, The winner is going the to power. receive... Yeah, the power. That (laughs) takes me back to to middle school, Jeremy. Oh, no. Anyways, the winner is going to receive a one-time-use odds transfer token. The odds transfer token will allow the holder to give any lost odds to the person of their choice whoa wow that's powerful
1: <laughs> that is very powerful we <laughs> oh did not gosh. sign a consent form or anything for this one uh but that i am down
2: <laughs> and i gotta say I, I i think uh some of you guys may have forgotten but i i think ben and i also have something in agreements here where uh i'm yep. able to have his odds so let's just say if i win this one I'm gonna have two superpowers that'll put everybody
0: on watch. Yes.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. that's terrifying.
0: Yeah. So Dylan's got a little bit of a target on his back for this episode. Yes. Um. But anyways, the the rules of the odds transfer token uh, are basically you can give anybody uh, a, an odds that you lost, or if you just find something really funny and you want somebody else to do it, um, you can transfer it from one person to another.
1: Uh, so wow. that's pretty much
0: how that's gonna work.
1: It's like a it's like a Uno freaking wild draw four card, but for odds. Is, is that yeah. even legal? Seriously. It is now. I think there has been more odds innovation within this group than ever in the history of the uh, what are the odds game because we did not come <laughs> up with that game. It's a very old game, but we have innovated it very very far since we've discovered it. <laughs> Yo yeah, it has lore now. It has actual like lore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the iconic Toronto odds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Cole's odds. It's... Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> oh, maybe I should upload um, the Cole's uh, odds to uh, Reality with the Twist uh, account because that, that, then people will get what we're saying. Okay, sorry, continue.
0: No, no, you're fine. The final thing that I need to go over before we start is about the challenges. So okay. during this episode, there are going to be four challenges and each of you will attempt one of them. Wow, Some of them are actually going to be a little bit challenging, but then the other two will just be kind of silly. And uh, the two of them that are challenging, you you may or may not get the point for it, but the other two is a guaranteed point upon completion. So two of you are going to be at a disadvantage while the other two are at an advantage. Wow, okay. Okay. And so when each challenge comes up, just to make it interesting... I'm going to have you guys just debate amongst yourselves to see who goes for the challenge. I'm not going to pick anybody unless you can't come to a decision. Um, so that that's how the challenges are going to
4: work. Are there any questions?
1: I'm suddenly nervous. I wasn't nervous I, going uh, in, but I'm suddenly nervous.
4: I'm suddenly. I'm going to be honest, well. I'm totally confused and lost because my internet sucks.
1: <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy? <laughs> what, uh,
4: like, yeah, I haven't heard a single word. Could have said some sooner. <laughs>
1: Jer- um,
4: <laughs> I don't know what's going on.
1: Ben, would you like me to try, or do you want to try?
0: Uh, yeah, you could. You could give it a try.
1: Jeremy, um, can you hear my voice? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay, so we're going to be doing a quiz and challenges, and then whoever wins gets the token—the reality with the twist token—or the uh, odds token. Um, and then to get them, we have to answer quiz questions and then we have to do challenges, but the, the challenge, there's only four in total and we all have to do one, but there are two that are kind of put you at an advantage and two that don't, they randomly come up during the quiz and we get to debate on who gets what, like who gets to do what challenge. Um, and yeah, that's all. That's what I gathered.
0: All right. Is everybody ready to start with this episode?
4: Oh, I am. Yes.
0: Yes okay let's do it okay so <clears throat> the english language <sighs> oh where am i at okay <laughs> okay sorry boys I, I i was uh i scrolled down a little too far
5: <laughs> okay
0: we're gonna get right into it and start this episode off with a quiz question whoa oh okay quiz question number one the English language began to take off with an invasion of which country? A, Britain B, Scotland C, Germany or D, the Netherlands uh, We're going to go in order of uh, episode so Jeremy, you get the first guess I'm going to say the Netherlands Alright, the Netherlands uh, Then next is Gabe
1: uh, No, it's this country invading a country or this country getting invaded
0: this country getting invaded
1: okay and then b was scotland
0: yes a britain b scotland c germany d netherlands and you said scotland
1: yeah i know english is germanic so i really want to say germany but i'm gonna i'm gonna say scotland
3: okay uh gunner hmm i'm gonna say germany
0: all right, that leaves Dylan. Um, see,
2: I'm not going to say Britain because I don't, I can't think of it any time besides like the World Wars where Britain's been invaded. So I am going to say
0: Germany as well. All right, the answers are locked in, and the answer was a Britain. So all of you are wrong.
3: <laughs> wow, when have they <laughs> been invaded? Too obvious. <laughs>
4: Bro, we were overthinking this. Wait, wait, what was the answer? It was Britain.
3: I'm British, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only reason drew. I didn't say it is because it seemed too obvious. Yeah,
5: yeah.
2: That's the same here. It's like it was like a big question. That's why I said like, well, if we're talking about invading lands, like Britain has not is not a country that is invaded. It's a country that invades. Yeah. So like...
0: Fair. Yeah, that's understandable, but... um Nevertheless, we will move on from quiz question number one with zero points for any of the boys. <laughs>
3: great. Well, that's, a, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> up
2: to a great start.
0: Womp womp. All right, so <clears throat> the source that I use to kind of um, script this out and guide me along with my points of t- uh, points of speaking is Oxf- OxfordInternationalEnglish.com. So uh, pretty much anything that I'm um, talking about is going to come from that website. Okay. Uh, So boys don't be using that as a study guide for the quiz questions or anything. Uh, But anyways, we're going to get right into that. So this invasion of Britain was led by three Germanic tribes, the Jutes, the angles and the Saxons. Uh, They all came over from the North sea to conquer new land And the British were driven out by these uh, Germanic tribes into the surrounding areas of Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. All right, boys. I know it's early on, but it's already time for our first challenge. Whoa. Oh, Oh, snap. Uh, Since we're, we're on the topic of other countries such as Scotland, this particular challenge will be for somebody to read the Scottish anthem aloud for all of us in your best Scottish accent. This one rewards points just based on completion. So whoever does this will get a point. Let me see. uh, I'll send in the Scottish Anthem to our Discord here.
2: That was going to be like the one thing. It's like, where where do I find the Scottish
0: Anthem? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sending sending it in right now. So you guys uh, decide who's going to do. Can multiple of us do it? No, only one. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) <laughs> we uh, all was, have to see, I was,
1: I was thinking about doing it because this seems interesting.
0: Yeah, well, I think all gotta, I, I'm,
1: I'm, down to do it too.
2: Well, no, the thing is that we all have to come to agreement for one person.
1: Yeah, uh, I know, I know. So we can't all vote for ourselves. Uh, do you guys just want to vote for who do you think out of Gunner and I should do it? What's going on? You guys want oh, to? <laughs> it's between it's between Gunner and I on who who will do this challenge. Who do you guys think should do it?
4: Uh, I I have Gunner as my vote. I'll do Go. Gunner as well. You guys for, suck. for whatever <laughs> we're doing. You're voting for yourself. You guys voted for yourselves. This is a group discussion. What, what, what's going
0: on? <laughs> um, Jeremy, what's happening right now is you guys are trying to debate on who is going to read the Scottish anthem in a Scottish accent for a point.
3: All right, you guys ready? Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, flower. Out <laughs> of Scotland, will we see... You don't have to sing You're it, You don't have to sing!
1: <laughs> no, let him keep going. No, I have to sing it? No, you don't have to sing it.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like again, that fought and died for. your are <laughs> we, Bedell and Glennon. And stood against him, against who? <laughs> Proud Edward's army, and sent him homeward to think again. <laughs> the hills are there now, and autumn leaves lie thick and still. Every land that is lost now, which those so dearly held that stood against him, against who? Proud Edward's army, and sent him homeward to think again. <laughs> those days are past now. And in the past, they must remain. But we can still rise now, and be the nation again that stood against him. Against him, proud <laughs> Edward Harley, and sent him homeward to think again.
1: I, I love, <laughs> I love that the accent got weaker with every line that it, you read.
2: <laughs> you start sounding like it, like one of those like uh. I'm God, I can't think of it. But like he <laughs> was. Uh, I can't, yeah, I literally can't think one, of what you dude. sounded
3: like. <laughs> you real, you really told me, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, That's one ben, point for Gunner in the books.
2: Ben, I gotta give you a recommendation. Maybe don't tell us which ones are like going to advan- like be advantage to us, and which ones aren't are because like <laughs> we're all gonna be trying to vote for ourselves.
0: That's kind of what I thought would just be funny to see you guys try to try to fight it out for who gets it. Fair enough. Well, then I I mean, it was
2: worth it. It was very funny.
0: All right. (laughs) Okay. Now that we're all in in the the Scottish mood, we we can continue with the story. So you guys have all heard the term Old English, right? Yes. -hmm. Oh yeah. So Old English refers to the English language that was used between the Germanic invasion of Britain in the 5th century and another invasion of Britain by Normandy in the 11th century. Uh, So this gives Old English about 700 years of use, give or take. Old English is characterized by its use of case endings. A case ending, which is not anything that we use anymore, is described as a suffix at the end of a word typically a noun pronoun or adjective that identifies its grammatical function i i don't know about you guys but it sounds pretty complicated so i'm yes. glad that i not think use of shakespeare endings. i think i just think
2: of like shakespeare kind of if that's even like the right like way to compare it to
4: honestly i i'm not so, sure so can i give can i give a fun fact real quick yeah please so Old English. So Shakespeare didn't really use Old English, but like the old old English is like something like um, or what is it called? Beowulf. That that liter that literature that literacy um, that was written in original old old English.
1: Whoa.
0: I believe I I actually read something about that on OxfordInternationalEnglish.com.
4: So that's that's a yeah. great fact, Jeremy. Thank you for that. Shakespeare was over here, using modern English mm-hmm. Okay
0: Yeah, you're, you're right <laughs> um, So yeah, the this old English Was used by the Anglo-Saxons Which this basically just means There are at least some kind of Varying language between the Angles and Saxons And the Jutes That could be cateri- categorized As prim- primitive old English mm-hmm. So So After the 11th century Norman invasion that I just mentioned, English really began to develop to better form sentences using something that we've all been taught in our English classes, syntax. Uh, As syntax developed in the language, we begin to approach the 14th century. Geoffrey Chaucer rose up to be the greatest English poet of the Middle Ages and is considered to be the father of English literature. This prominence of English poetry brought the language to higher attention in the world that it had ever had, making it more level with the more common and widely accepted language of the whole world at the time, uh, which takes us into the next challenge. Uh, which challenger would like to take a guess at which language was the most common world language in the Middle Ages? You don't get any, any choices to pick from. Um, wow! And since this challenge is a question, you may or may not get the point.
1: Oh, it's like the daily double. Oh my gosh!
3: Oh, I'll man. give it a stab. I'll give it a stab.
1: You already went. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. go again. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? One person at one person per one challenge. Per, yeah, one person per challenge.
3: Dang it!
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, um, okay, then I vote. I vote Gabe.
2: You know, I feel bad for the last round. I'll vote Gabe as well. No,
1: I don't want to do. No, I don't want to do this one. No, don't vote for me. Go, Jeremy, finish Gabe. it. Go, Gabe.
3: I hear did me? not expect it, this Gabe. to turn into a vote. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: No. No. No vote. No, I'm not doing it. I'm vetoing. Dude, it's three this to
2: one. one. It's three to one, man. Well, too
1: bad. I'm not doing it.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, do don't want to do it. This will be a long
1: episode if you guys keep voting for me. <laughs> what we right, wait fine. what's the challenge go again go
0: so, I, I, uh, my internet is dying so the challenge is you have to guess which language was the most common and widely accepted language in the middle
4: ages oh uh yeah i can i can give that a stab
3: okay go for <laughs> okay. it jeremy <laughs> all right fine, jeremy let's do
4: it that's fine 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 all right my vote is latin Middle that is correct. Wow. The answer. What? Is
1: Good job, Jeremy. This Round man is applause. cheating.
4: This man is cheating. <laughs> wait, wait. Did yeah. I get it? Yeah. I, yeah. Internet cut out again.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it. I'm yeah. really surprised, actually.
4: Oh, sick. Sweet. Yeah. How'd you know? Um, mainly because Roman Empire, uh, everyone was speaking Latin. Oh. And then, like, I I remember, like, um. Yeah, the Middle Ages, I'm guessing, like, yeah. I, I, oh, that, uh, it was honestly just a good
2: guess. Like, I was uh, just thinking Roman Empire. That I didn't That didn't even click with me. Wow. That,
1: but the Middle Ages were way towards the end of the Roman Empire, weren't they? Wasn't it, like, the Holy Roman Empire at this point? Um,
3: yeah, yeah. Most of, like... In the middle ages like uh they may have spoke english but like everything ev- all the, like texts and documents were still in um latin and latin was spread all across uh europe too so like italy latin was huge uh so that's like why a lot of um uh stuff from the catholic church uh that's from the middle ages is all in latin
4: yep okay. yeah so I that was my guess just like oh roman empire was still like had a huge influence on, like, that time, so I was just saying, like, up oh, Latin.
1: Fair. Good job, guys. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Well, good Everything job, Everything you
0: guys just said is exactly right, and I, I honestly am pretty impressed. Uh, you guys Whoa, hit nail on the head. So, yeah, uh, as we said, with Geoffrey Chaucer's poetry um, and his literature that began to be published, um, he kind of elevated the English language up towards where it was a little bit more accepted like latin was in those times so now that we know about Geoffrey chaucer and his influence on world language we can start to look into early modern english which had its beginnings in the 15th century we're also going to start off early modern english history with another quiz question uh quiz question number two which historical period of the arts was ongoing at the time of the 15th century? A. Baroque. B. Romantic. C. Neoclassical. D. Renaissance. Jeremy, you're up.
4: Oh, can you say the. Uh, uh, hang on. I'm so sorry about my internet. Please forgive me.
0: It's all right. You need them right again? What was the
4: question? Yeah. Oh, okay. What, what was the question and what were the. <laughs>
0: which historical period of the arts was ongoing at the time of the 15th century did you get that yes okay the periods are baroque romantic neoclassical and renaissance 15th century
4: i'm gonna say i'm gonna say romance okay uh gabe
1: I just I always associate the 1400s with the Renaissance. Um but was the Renaissance an art movement or was the Renaissance just a time period?
0: Um You could see it as either. Okay. I'll I'll
1: say Renaissance then.
3: Okay. Uh Gunner, I'm also going to say Renaissance. All right. That leaves Dylan.
2: Um He said 15th century, correct? Yes. Yeah, let's go Renaissance. Looks
1: up, answer. Yeah, I got it, guys. I got it, guys. Brain blast.
4: (laughs) Brain (laughs) blast. (laughs) Chad what is it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. It seems that uh, three of you got this right because it is Renaissance.
5: Yes, yes.
2: Oh, man. I knew... Baroque was uh, I think 17th century so I immediately took that one out of the picture um, Romantic didn't make sense so it was really like just between like Renaissance and like, the thir- I can't even remember the third option now but it sense to me Neoclassic yeah that didn't seem like a 15th century thing to me Jeremy you
1: know, I mean, the thing is you're still tied with all of us except for Gunner uh, so you shouldn't feel bad we're, we're all tied we're all in this together hey.
0: That's true. All right. So, uh, yeah, the, the Renaissance was ongoing at the time of the 15th century, which is where uh, modern English started to pick up. Um, so as we go into the Renaissance era, we're led to an innovative printing press that was developed by William Caxton. Uh, this printing press brought on the standardizing of the English language, making it a lot more mainstream the English commoners were finally able to read the Bible in an English translation, which is how the Catholic Church in England started to get its deeper roots and became more solidified. And similar to Geoffrey Chaucer, another very well-known English poet that we've already spoken of, came to fruition, popularizing the English language even more, and this was Shakespeare. Shakespeare pulled in words and phrases from other cultures, making it more accessible and understandable for those in different places around the world. Who's ready for another challenge? Me! Let's do it! All right. This challenge requires someone to read a piece from Romeo and Juliet in their voices. You can't speak in your own voice. It has to be two distinct voices for Romeo and Juliet. I'll do it. Uh, No, I volunteer.
1: I, I got it.
0: No, I, I, I
1: say I I, I, I really have
4: this. Fellas, thing. fellas, let me do it.
1: <laughs> you you already done. did something. <laughs> we don't understand. <laughs> I say
4: Dylan.
2: Thank you, Gunner. I say Jeremy, Gabe. What... Thank well, you, now Dylan. we got a problem here.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to do the old uh, pick a number if you guys can't come to a decision. Gabe. Come on, I I did Family Guy.
1: <laughs> uh huh.
4: <laughs> Your honor, he did do Family Guy. He did, he did uh, do Family Guy.
1: Yeah. So I, I all right. I, I
4: changed my vote to Dylan. Yes. Oh, Thank you, you guys
1: suck.
0: Thank you. You
4: guys suck. <laughs> uh.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that means <laughs> Dylan. Are you going to provide um, me this passage from Romeo and Juliet? I sure am. Thank you. Uh, let me you. just send this in the Discord real quick.
2: Am I going to get the character names so I can better understand this, or...? Absolutely. Okay, okay. Oh, perfect.
0: Whenever you're ready. Hmm. Do, oh, would thou leave
2: me so unsatisfied? <laughs> what satisfaction canst thou have tonight? The exchange of vice, love, faithful vow for
4: mine. I gave thee mine before thou didst request it, and yet I would it were to give again.
2: Wouldst thou withdraw it? For what purpose, love?
4: But to be frank and give it thee again, and yet I wish but for the thing I have. My bounty is as boundless
3: as the sea,
4: my love is as deep the more I give to thee. The more I have for both are infinite I hear noise within dear love at you A non good nurse sweet Montague be true Stay but a little I will come again
5: <laughs> Great Great way that was
4: pretty funny <laughs>
3: snaps,
0: snaps. Uh, Did Juliet- anybody else Oh go ahead Ben. Oh I was just gonna say did anybody else notice Juliet's Voice and accent changing over time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She She started getting a smoker's
4: voice.
3: At the end, she sounded kind of like a hag. (laughs) But (laughs) it it
4: went from like (laughs) (laughs) like an old witch telling you about a tale. Chocolate. I remember when they made chocolate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great work, Dylan. All right. Thank you. What do I get? you get a point so yeah. now you're tied with gunner Jeremy and Gabe both have 1 point
4: yes. Gunner and Dylan both have 2 Well if Gabe and I put our points together then we are now tied with
1: That's a great them. question. I mean that's, that's a great point. Th- I mean, what, what do you mean? <laughs> 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 Wait,
4: did you? Yeah,
0: what? Okay. Let's uh let's uh continue. The 17th century colonization. Wait, what? <laughs>
1: My brother know. Christ, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're the one teaching <laughs> me. <laughs> I
0: think I might have deleted a section of this. <laughs>
5: <laughs> this is the second time that's happened.
1: <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, remember the uh, the Hyde episode? Didn't the same thing happen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're doing the part
2: about like size differentials <laughs> oh
1: gosh do we need to take a uh a high oh not a high say a, a, a uh um, intermission
0: um no i don't think so i think okay. i can fill in the blanks okay, okay. cool <laughs> okay <clears throat> so the 17th century colonization of the world by the english as well as the many slave trades around the world. Uh, No matter how unfortunate it was, it was what brought the English language into so many new regions and cultures, such as uh, Native American, West African, Spanish, and European peoples. The rise of the British Empire played an enormous part in the language, the spread of the language. Another factor was the rise of scientific research and discovery, which in itself caused for new English words and terminology which never existed before. Most of these words were created using Greek and Latin roots. For example, biology was taken from Greek. The Greek word bios means life, and logos means the study of. So that's obviously how we end up with biology as the word for the study of life. That takes us into our final quiz question. Okay. This will test your linguistic skills. Number three. The English word euthanasia was pulled from two Greek words. What did these two words convey? Easy death, good death, neutral kill, friendly kill. Jeremy, you're up.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, gosh, no. Um. Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. I'm going to say neutral kill. All right. Gabe?
1: You said B was... uh, What was B again?
0: B is good death.
1: Good death. I'm... And then D was good kill?
0: I'll I'll read him again. Okay. Easy death, good death, neutral kill, friendly kill. I'm going to say B.
3: Be good, death. Yes. All right, Gunner. Um. Given the context of the word, uh, we generally use euthanasia to like. I think of it as like putting like pets to rest, you know. Mm-hmm. So and it's like, I always think of it as like you know it's restful and peaceful for the pet, you know. So I'm gonna say good death. Okay, Dylan
2: yeah um for me if there is one thing my one thing that college taught me was that uh i do know what the greek meaning for uh like peaceful is and i'm confident with good death gosh dang it i'm gonna
0: <laughs> it's a lost <laughs> You're right, Jeremy. Because it is good
1: death. Yes. Oh no. (laughs) I was thinking of the word euphoria, and euphoria is like a good feeling, I guess. Um, So Uh, that's where I got "good" from. Good point. (laughs) Oh,
0: (laughs) I know. Okay. So to actually start to wrap us off, wrap us up, we have spoken. (laughs) Who laughed?
2: No! 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 No!
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get wrapped off, man. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> Anyone up wrapping they off? <laughs>
3: me at a typical boys' night. <laughs> all right, who wrapped me off again? <laughs> no, no, this sounds too bad. Yeah, okay, right, done. Let's
1: continue. Sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> okay to begin to finalize this section
5: <laughs> <still> we have <laughs> <Jeremy>.
3: <laughs> my He's brother still calm down it really wasn't that funny <laughs> <laughs> i'm just dumb <laughs> i laughed my
5: god
0: okay we're never going to finish this episode okay now that we're at the end of this section we have spoken about Mm -hmm. modern English from the 18th century to today in the 21st century when you look back all the way to old English there's almost no recognizable similarities at all Mm -hmm. you can't really even tell it's the same language Uh, but I hope you feel that you guys have learned a lot about how that transformation took place over the past 1600 years and who some of the people and what some of the milestones were along the way That takes us to the final challenge, and this is for Gabe. Yeah, wonderful. (laughs) This challenge will be a test of what you've learned over the course of this episode.
5: Okay. okay. You will need
0: to tell me one thing you have learned for each stage of the English language, old, middle, and modern. Okay. This could be a significant person, work, fact, or even just a general development. Just one thing for each.
1: Okay, so for the old English, I'm going to say uh some of the invaders were the uh because it's called Anglo-Saxon. So, uh some of the invaders were the Saxons. Uh and I guess Anglo I I I, I already forgot what their what their name was. But I know the Saxons. So I'm going to I'm going to write on that one. Uh modern okay. English, uh Shakespeare was the one who kind of uh made it easier for people to get into by by taking some of other uh, languages and putting them strategically into his plays. And uh, didn't he make up some words too? Like, isn't he credited with making up some words? Shakespeare? Yeah. I think so. Like, like actual words that we use now, like just never appeared before one of his plays. Uh, yeah, and then, like he, uh, he made stuff up. Yeah. As for middle. Oh my gosh. There was a guy's name, but I forget what the guy's name is. Uh, but he was regarded did, as. Huh?
0: Did you just do early, then modern, yes, and now middle? Yes. okay, Yes.
1: And I'm going to say for middle, I'm going to say... Oof. That was before the renaissance. Oh, gosh. I forget what the guy's name was. Uh-oh. I don't want to give up. I'm going to be so pissed because I wanted to do... I wanted to do the other two. Uh, <laughs> um, crap!
0: It could be a, a person, a development of the language, um, just a, a fact in general.
1: Because I know the uh, the suffixes weren't there anymore. Uh, can so I, Huh?
3: Can can I? Can Gabe phone a
0: friend? Uh, I'm going to have to say no.
1: Yeah, <sighs> that's fair. Um, I don't remember what that guy's name is. Uh, as for developments...
0: <sighs> I- I'm willing to... I am willing personally to help you out a little bit. Okay. Um, if you can tell me what the person did... I don't need their name, but if you can just tell me what they what they did and like what their contribution was, then that'll be good.
1: Wasn't he uh, like a really re- like regarded as like one of the best uh, poets of the time? I don't I don't like your silence.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. And what what did that what was the importance of that?
1: Guys, I'm being put on blast right now. <laughs> um, it wasn't quite, quite the press yet. I don't know. I might, I might just have to give up the ghost on this one.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, the answer. I'll, I'll let, I'll let the other boys decide your fate. Um, you got. Early and modern on the on the head. Um, as for middle, it's Geoffrey Chaucer. And he was one of the greatest poets of the Middle Ages. And the reason that that's important is because he pushed the English language to higher prominence, closer to the, the ah. Latin language. Okay. What, do, what do you guys think? Do we give that to him?
2: Um, I mean, I'm going to say on my behalf that if Wait. I... if Gabe wouldn't
4: even win if we gave it to him, right?
0: Yeah, it, even if you do give it to him, that just puts Gabe, Gunner, and Dylan at a tie.
4: I mean,
2: I, I I still would like to give it to Gabe. In my opinion, just because if I was the one that ended up with that challenge and not the voiceover one, I probably would have just said I'm I give up right off the bat because <laughs> I I I just I I'm, I wouldn't have been able to like retain much of that information that Gabe has. So I still say give him the point. I yeah, say give, give him it to him.
1: Why, thank All you, right. fellas. Uh, and I do want to say one thing in my defense. I was thinking something similar to that, but I thought it sounded too generic, so I didn't want to say it.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, you were you were on the right path with it, um, and I you definitely learned from the episode, so that's a good thing. Well, thank you. Man, it seems like every time I do a quiz episode, we get a massive tie. <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> this is this is for a big power. Yes. Um, and so to decide big power, I think we're going to have to do pick the number.
1: Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <Oof>.
0: Ooh. <clears> Ooh. <throat> Gabe, Gunner, Dylan, pick a number between one and 100.
1: What? Hey. Let's say 71.
0: 11
2: gonna
0: go 64 all right we have our winner of the episode and the owner of the odds transfer token Gabriel Bickle what
5: What? What?
1: (laughs) the number was
0: 77
1: oh oh Oh, guys (laughs) I'd like to thank the academy I'd like to thank Cality <laughs> with the Twist. Um, I'd like to thank um, Chair Jesus for the ad, even though we paid for it. Oh gosh! And I'd like to thank my friends Gunner, Dylan, Ben, and Jeremy. What well, what a wonderful night!
4: Oh, uh, I'm man.
0: Jeremy. <laughs> Dylan, Gunner, how do you guys feel the fact that that you guys let Gabe get that last point in?
3: Well, that's that's our bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly that is now, our bad. nothing we can do about it. Um,
2: I mean like we we gave him the chance and you know we we both we both you know who
1: you know <laughs> But it does make for an interesting episode. Um it does make for an interesting ending. Um, yeah, so, yeah uh, we back,
2: can we can yes. clickbait the crap out of that. Yeah. Gabe you wins. won't believe what Gabe did. <laughs> you won't believe who
1: won this. Gabe's in jail? You won't believe why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man. Well, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that one. That was um, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Are we ready to start moving on with the segments? I believe I am. Um, I am too. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um How about we start off with Uh I'm feeling I'm feeling some weird news.
1: Weird news okay so as always this is straight from the Associated Press which it's not really as always because the last two episodes were from Indiana but anyway so the four of us are in the eastern time zone correct yeah and then Jeremy right I, now. you're in mountain time correct Eight. yes so um, what time is it for you guys right now 9.19 9.19 919? Jeremy 7.19 well there you go Okay, so we, we got that. Now, what time is it on the moon, do you guys think? Three. three. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you get the token. You get the token. No, so <laughs> with more lunar missions than ever on the horizon, the Europe Space Agency wants to give the moon its own time zone. This week, <laughs> yeah, oh. the agency said space organizations around the world are considering how best to keep time on the moon. The idea came up during a meeting in the Netherlands late last year with participants agreeing on the urgent need to establish, quote, a common lunar reference time, unquote, said the space space agency's Pietro Giordano, a navigation system engineer. Sorry if I butchered that name. While the space station doesn't have its own time zone, it runs on coordinated universal time, or UTC, which is meticulously based on atomic clocks, which atomic clocks, I'm sure you guys have heard of them, and they're crazy. Uh, but that's not what that's not what we're talking about. Uh, that helps to split the time difference between NASA and the Canadian Space Agency and other partnering space gr- programs in Russia, Japan and Europe. The international team is looking into lunar time. Uh, the international team looking into lunar time is debating whether a single organization should set and maintain time on the moon, according to the European European Spages, space agency. Gosh, which is a good point, because it's like if somebody sets the time on the moon. Who gives them that authority? Like, do they own the moon? That's that's a very yeah. deep question. Um,
4: is there is there moonlight savings on the moon?
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. The, the Martian. Well, I had to Martians. set my
4: clock back when I'm on the moon. <laughs>
1: uh, gosh, but the, there are also technical issues to consider. Obviously, there are technical issues to consider. Time on the moon. Okay, clocks run faster on the moon than on Earth. Gaining about fifty-six microseconds each day, the space agency said. Further complicating matters, ticking occurs differently on lunar surface than it would in lunar than in lunar orbit. Perhaps most importantly, lunar time will have to be a practical will have to be practical for the astronauts there, noted the space agency's Bernard Hufenbach. I'm <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher World. that. NASA is shooting for its first flight to the moon. NASA is shooting for its first flight to the moon with astronauts in more than half, a half century in 2024, with a lunar landing as early as 2025. What do we think of that? I think that's pretty weird. Doing, yeah, it's very weird. They're doing too much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they be doing too much. Is it really that deep?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so hand. The- you know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of like in Star Wars, where like they're they're flying through space, and then someone call, gives them a call, and they're like, "Hey, I need you to be on this planet. We're fighting someone." And then they're like, "Okay, I'll be there soon." It's like, wait, hang on, how, how how do they keep track in like yeah. intergalactic
1: space? That's very true, huh? I hmm. thought about it like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So this story is basically because, Star like, Wars. Yeah,
4: it's it's become Star Wars. Now. Darth, Vader,
1: Darth Vader, we real. Darth ba- <laughs>
4: Dark Vader.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah, what do we do that was, next? That was, our <laughs> weird yeah, news. that was some weird news. So. Yes. All right. Thank you, you, Gabe. What What do you feel next, Ben?
0: Uh, I think I uh,
3: I could do with the pharmacy fact. Yes. Cool. So we're talking about a little bit of research of mine. Ooh. Oh. So uh, I think a couple weeks ago I talked about how there has been a shortage with a lot of medications. Well, I have been uh, diving into shortage with one specific medication, and that is Adderall amphetamine salts. So –
0: Sorry, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's okay. (laughs) It took me so long.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways – so uh, we started experiencing a Adderall shortage at the end of last year and expected it all had to go all the way to April uh, mm. of this year, and it's causing a lot of issues. Uh, the biggest issue is that a lot of people aren't able to get a hold of their Adderall, and um, they are experiencing maybe withdrawal, or uh, a really common one we're starting to see um, is the resorting to illegal methods of, enta- of, ob- of obtaining amphetamines, uh. Uh, alternatives, so um, which are really dangerous because they're often laced with stuff like fentanyl, mm-hmm. um, and it, you know obviously a small amount of fentanyl is enough to overdose. So um, you know, bad news, yeah. and um, so we're experiencing that issue, and people are going through withdrawals, and it's uh, really bad because they're going to have to go to alternatives such as like Ritalin. Or Concerta or Vivant, which are all considerably more expensive to um, produce mm-hmm. than Adderall, and um, uh, they're they're not as uh, we don't know as much about uh, those three as we do about uh, amphetamine salts. So, yeah. uh, experiencing Fair. a little bit of an issue there. And Fair. then um, finally, the big uh, one of the biggest roots we can see to it. Is actually the uh, doctors overprescribing mm-hmm. Adderall? Uh, so ADHD has been on the rise uh, for a, about the last ten years. Um, it's been on the rise, and uh, it's uh, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that maybe uh, too many people are getting over. Uh, it's getting overdiagnosed. So yeah. Um, so we're experiencing that issue and the uh generally the st- start to uh Medicaid uh, medication for ADHD is stuff like um Adderall so um there's a super high demand for it and the number of people who are taking Adderall is increasing every year by millions um and uh so that is why suddenly we just didn't have enough Adderall to meet the demand so uh, we are now experiencing an Adderall shortage.
1: That sucks.
3: Yep, that's that's that our pharmacy. Really that's suck. our pharmacy drug fact of the day.
1: I because like doctors prescribe like oh they they diagnose like kids with ADHD. Uh and yeah. it's like how much of that is ADHD and how much of that is maybe just being a kid. I I don't know. I'm not qualified. I'm mean, that's not yeah. a loaded question. But like and
3: no, it is. It's a it's it it raises a lot of points. And uh, one of the best things. Um, if you're really interested in, uh, seeing if your kid has ADHD is not only see, uh, your, um, general practitioner also see a psych, a a psychiatric practitioner. They're Mm. obviously going to have a lot more knowledge. That's what they specialize in. Um, try to see a psychiatric, um, you know, practitioner who is able, who one is, has knowledge and expertise in ADHD. Um, and is willing to communicate with uh, your general practitioner because uh, we've also seen from evidence of communication between the two that links to better therapy uh, okay. for those with ADHD.
1: Like a little bonus fact. Nice. Yep, Nice. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yes, yes thanks, thanks
0: you for Gunner. that, Gunner. Yeah, all right. Um Well, we move into uh, Dylan. You got a Roblox game for us? Of course I do. Why wouldn't I? You absolute bumbling buffoon. (laughs) All right. I know you're mad you didn't get the the odds transfer token. Yeah, you know
2: what? You don't have to keep reading it up. (laughs) Dylan, are you okay? Stop talking to me. Anyway, okay. So, uh my Roblox game of the week actually came as something of me finally biting the bullet, quite literally is what I mean. So, over the past couple weeks on Twitter, I've been seeing things about a Roblox funded project on the platform called Frontlines. Frontlines is provide is promoting itself as a ultra realistic first person shooter similar to that of Call of Duty, Battle field Field? front i can't remember the name of it but it's pretty much promoting itself as a realistic first-person shooter that you'd see on triple a consoles i was against this because my whole mentality roblox games is simple is better less is more yeah so a couple days ago i finally put the bolted as i was kind of craving some g not gta some call of duty from back in the day and let me say Frontlines is actually not that bad of an experience. Okay. For it being on the Roblox platform, performance was very good. The controls were very easy to understand, and playing the game itself kind of reminded me and made me reminisce of the days back when I was over at my friend's apartment playing Call of Duty Black Ops on his uh, like weird flat screen HD TV. So, if you are looking huh. for an ultra-realistic, reliving the nostalgia game for in a first-person shooter capacity, I definitely recommend Frontlines. Wow,
1: yeah. That's oh, pretty Nice. Fun.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Thanks for that, Dylan. mm mm-hmm. um, Jeremy, how about a little bit of a Jim Rat
4: Slander? No. <laughs> okay.
1: I have a car fight But I do have
4: something else. Oh, okay. Oh, burger... Review,
1: um, <laughs> do you, yeah. Do we want to do this? Card? Oh, do we? I, I have Car Fact, I can do Car Fact real quick.
0: Yeah, let's do Car Fact real quick. Okay, sorry. Yeah, All I've right. I've also got an, my legal fact after that.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All right, so you guys ready for the Car Fact? Sure. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, everyone knows the big three American automakers Ford, General Motors, and what used to be Chrysler and is now Stellantis Group. I guess with Tesla, it's now the big four. But the only two states with a major automaker base there is Michigan and Texas. Well, it used to be California, but Tesla recently moved, from what I can tell, to Texas. Uh, that's a whole thing. But did you know that Indiana used to have multiple car manufacturers based right here in the Hoosier State? The most well-known of them, I, I, I bet I bet you guys might recognize this brand, is Studebaker. Have you guys heard of him?
2: I do. Yes. I think so. Studebaker. Yes. Studebaker.
1: So, uh, Sudebaker was based in South Bend and actually entered the automobile market with electric cars in 1902. So, they were kind of ahead of the game. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They had a pretty rough time uh, their entire time of operation, uh, struggling to keep up with the big three, and eventually merged with Packard, a smaller luxury automotive manufacturer based in Detroit, but it was a bit too late. The company rolled out the last uh, automobile out of its Canadian assembly line in 1963. If you look them up, uh, I think they're actually quite attractive cars, like the the, the early 1960s uh, Studebakers. But towards the end of the company's life, they were seen as overpriced and outdated as they didn't have the money to update styling, powertrains, and creature comforts as fast as the big three could, and they kind of flickered out. There is a lot more to this story, but I'd like to eventually do an actual reality with a twist episode about Studebaker, and I'd prefer to give the details there. So that's our car fact for today. Wow.
4: Hmm. Leaving
0: yes. yeah,
1: us that's on cool. a
0: cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah, I just looked up Studebakers and some of these do actually look pretty nice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Not as nice f- as my Pontiac G six
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you got them. Uh my favorite and this one's kind of polarizing, but I like the Lark. If you guys look up the Studebaker Lark, it's got kind of a weird face to it, but I like it.
4: Yeah, it looks like something you'd like. <laughs> what <does> that mean? <laughs> What <does> that <laughs> Total joke, everyone. That's a joke.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Man, the, the car fact really brought out some... <laughs> Negative emotions there towards the end, but
1: we do one fake fight during the uh, drug fact last episode, and now the entire <laughs> podcast is falling apart.
0: The, the the reality of the twist lore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for that, Gabe. Um, of course. I guess I can move into my legal fact. Yes, please. I don't know. Can you? Uh, you know what? I think I will. I said please. <laughs> oh. All right. I don't like the attitude. <laughs> Do it. Start. <laughs> I really want to keep going with this. No, we but can't. I, we can't. I, <laughs> I,
4: can't. <don't>. I, <laughs> I, I really don't. have to go soon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Just go ahead.
1: Go
0: ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, the speaking point that I'm going to be talking about today is stalking.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the legal definition of stalking means a knowing or intentional course of conduct involving repeated or continuing harassment of another person that would cause a reasonable person to feel terrorized, frightened, intimidated, or threatened. Mm-hmm. And then actually causes the victim to feel terrorized, frightened, intimidated, or threatened. Okay. Um, and then... So a person who... Is charged with stalking. Um, actually, is going to be charged with a level six felony.
4: Whoa! <laughs>
0: pretty, pretty intense there. Um, did you guys know that uh, stalking was a felony charge? I, I did not. I didn't
1: I did even not know not there either. were six Holy levels purring. of felony. Yes,
0: yeah, so, uh, level six is the least, um, the least severe, and okay. yeah, okay. one through six. And then, obviously, there are some other circumstances that could lead it to being even a higher felony. But, uh, yeah, at the very minimum, stalking is a level 6 felony. So, I just thought that was kind of surprising and wanted to bring that up.
1: I mean, I'm glad it's a felony. God, I'd I'd hate if it was just a misdemeanor or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, if, uh, yeah. I don't know where I was going with if. But uh, there's if a cliffhanger one, for if you. one of you
1: guys wanted to start stalking, just know what you're getting into. <laughs> if more like when <laughs> Thank you for the uh, legal fact.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, so, Jeremy, do you do you have a segment?
4: I do.
1: Okay. All right. Let's okay. hear it.
4: So it's actually a local Idaho artist. Oh.
1: Okay.
4: Oh. Cool. So yeah with this artist this is vanny floor um so he goes to he goes to my college here at BYU Idaho and um yeah we're gonna take a listen to some of his music he's a, a little bit of a rap artist uh, but he yes. mixed some pop uh, pop within it as well so um yeah it it sounds very unique
5: yes
4: um but here's what he had to say about his his music Uh, One of his more popular songs, Shooting Star. It says that he's been making music for about four years now. He started as a producer, but started recording towards the end of 2021. Shooting Star is a song that he wanted to make for a while, just as an appreciation song for how tough times and good people make us the people we always wanted to become. He made the beat Hmm. one day after work and recorded the vocals about a month or so after. So, without further ado, here is Shooting Star by by Vanny Floor.
1: All right.
5: It's too hard to give me college. The precious time. What I do, what I do, Go. stayed. In- the road, my mind drives last when I jot take the soul. Up like planes and dress the Alamo. My dinner, yo, cold, yeah, man, that's the cold. I'm a shooting star, yeah, raise the bar. Y'all come close, but ain't no cigars. Y'all want smoke, I don't see why. Shooting like can even reach me in the sky. Fresh as the press on the seam. yeah, I'm pressing from the seams. Life been a dream, used to pray for these things. Now I pray that I know what to do when they scream. The life gone on Grand Prix, yeah, so much speed. Now i finally see, finally see Where I'm gonna be And that's been a plus Nomadic That's been tough I said it was Stuck on During the pandemic Turn me space Slick What a reference i been cocoon. Till I probably balloon Had me
4: stressed Let the phone Was fast All right What did we think about it?
1: I loved the sound Loved the sound Very groovy Yes Oh yeah,
4: yeah Not to mention really talented. talented Yes Oh sorry he's well, very wait, talented. Wait, Oh yes. Sorry, my internet. I'm so sorry. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that I really enjoyed that the sound of it and he actually just came out with a new song, a new single recently called Sphere Grid and I highly highly encourage you to check it out. Definitely. Um, especially if you like this kind of kind of stuff. I just listened to it as well and holy cow, is it, it it's like so good.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love the sound of this one. It's like it's very like almost like a fresh, like refreshing kind of sound to it. Kind of wakes you up uh, in a very good way. Uh, makes you kind of ready oh, yeah. to just get the day started. It's nice. I love it.
4: Heck yeah! Any other thoughts? Yeah, I really
0: like the beat and the yes. all the the background. Um, sorry, I'm not I'm not the best with musical terms, but I, I really like the beat in the everything yes. in the background. Yes,
1: mm. I agree.
4: Yeah, it just really adds to it. Yeah. But, yeah, go check out Vanny Floor. And, um, yeah, he, he's got some really good, just pretty clean rap um, yeah. that has positive messages in it.
1: It is nice. on my liked playlist. So, yay. All right. <laughs> you guys, thank you very much for the Idaho Artist of the Week, Jeremy. Are you guys ready for the Indiana Local Artist of the Week?
3: Yes. let do
4: it. Yep. You know All it.
1: right, fellas. This time we are heading back to everyone's favorite underdog of a town, Muncie, for today's local artist of the week. Similar to Gutterpunk, I first turned secondhand denim while at my favorite tiny music venue in Muncie and was extremely impressed by the raw talent of these fellas. They, uh, they worked the stage super well and had multiple moments where my jaw actually dropped from what I was seeing and hearing super passionate playing and super skilled songwriting combined with a great live experience made this a must for our local artist of the week segment only one problem however they weren't on spotify yet and for those who don't know the stipulations for being eligible for a local artist of the week shout out is you have to be from within indiana state lines or you have to be like operating your band from within indiana state lines you have to be you know good and you have to have at least one song available on spotify to be listened to with That being said, I couldn't do anything but wait and hope that Secondhand Denim would make their Spotify debut. And as of last week, they have. Their song "Rodeo" is now available on Spotify. Secondhand Denim is an indie rock band based in Muncie, and I think you guys will be impressed with their debut Spotify single, "Rodeo." Are you guys ready? Yep. Oh, I'm yes. ready. All right, three, two.
5: Loving we'll up, and you might find There's something more than you can see.
3: Yeah. Yes. That intro was so good.
1: Yes, yes, I agree. Very, very pure, like you know, like very passionate, pure sound from them. I can't really describe it. It just sounds so clean. So it' awesome. I, I love it. Reminds me of better times. Yes,
3: <laughs> yes. Whatever that means.
1: Back when you were in Muncie. It, whenever.
4: <laughs> back when you're in Muncie. Okay, but the but. For real though, the uh, the intro of it sounded like another song. Um, that's how I like. That's how I talk about like most of these local artists. It's like, oh, oh, it reminds me of this kind of song. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't remember. But uh, no, I, start I really like that.
5: Uh, yeah, I <laughs> yes. <know.
4: laughs> I mean, I gotta say,
2: for me, like the vocals were like the one thing that really surprised me the most, which yeah. is like not a bad thing at all. I really, really love the vocals.
1: Yeah, and uh, this song's an absolute jam. They're they're super talented, really great live too. So please, please go check them out. Their links will be in the description of the podcast, and make sure to add them to a playlist. Uh, get the, get their monthly listeners up. This is their debut Spotify single. This is their only song, as of recording this, that is on Spotify. So definitely give them some love.
0: Yes, please. Secondhand denim and Vanny floor. Yes.
1: Wonderful artists for today.
0: Okay, that uh, that takes us to the end, boys. Ooh. You know what that means. Oh, the best worst part of the show.
1: <laughs> okay. What are the odds? Yes, what are the odds? Is a combination of a dare and a bet. There, there is an odds asker and a victim. Um, So the odds asker just dares the victim to do something, and the victim gets to set their own likelihood of having to do it by setting a number. The higher the number, the less likely they are to have to do it. Uh, So then once they have a number, a third party counts down the two parties, three, two, one, and then both parties say uh, the the victim and the odds asker say a number between one and the number the victim set. And if they say the same number, they have to do the odds. Uh, And if none of our odds hit... And we will do a descending odds which is pretty self-explanatory you will get it if we get there
3: I'd all like right. to go first, first. You go first oh, okay. okay all right Gabe yes what are the odds you get a tattoo I'm not going to tell you what tattoo to get I'm not going to tell you it's uh, what the tattoo is is completely up to you but you okay. have to get a tattoo
1: is there a time limit on when I, like, book this appointment?
3: Uh, no, I know how hard it is to get into tattoo places. Just as long as you, like, try to book it soon or, like, yeah. when, whenever it's convenient for you.
1: So how about we just say within, like, next year?
3: Yeah, yeah, that sounds okay. great.
1: I'll try to do it earlier than that, but I'll say five. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'll count you down. Three, two,
1: one, Three. four. Oh! oh nards. Arr. Okay. Um Jeremy Actually D- n- Dylan. Dylan Yep. Yeah. Sorry Jeremy. <laughs> you That's okay. You'll you'll understand why I didn't do this. To you. What? Okay. Sounds so Here in a minute. Uh Dylan, what are the odds that you have to eat an entire can of tuna during the next episode? Oh, poor guy <laughs> with <Whoa>. Crohn's. <laughs> Bro. Would, would that would that upset your Crohn's disease?
2: I honestly don't know because I've never thought to f-
4: try it. Okay, sorry, pardon my language, but oh, I a- wanted to upset Dylan's Crohn's disease. <laughs> spicy tuna?
1: Yeah, spicy tuna. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no.
1: How I, I don't know how big are cans of tuna? You could you could do the smaller. Uh, they they come in, like, two yeah. different sizes, a, a bigger and a smaller one. You can do the smaller one.
2: Yeah, that's what I usually do. Uh, I, okay, I, I, I will give a number, but the only requirement I have is that if I literally cannot eat it for the sake of my own health, yeah. can I please stop?
1: Of course.
2: Um, okay, no, Dylan,
1: you're going to you. have to die for this podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, yes,
1: of course. How loyal
2: uh, are you? I'll
3: say 25, then. Okay. All right, I'll count down. Three, two, one. Fifteen. 14.
5: Whoa.
1: Wow. Wow. What is wow. with these
2: one number differential I know. odds? God. Um, okay, okay. I guess I'll go next since I was the odds receiver for the last one. And I'll go ahead and give it to my good friend, Jeremy. Hello. You know, I, I've always been a really good, good fan of doing odds that relate to school campuses. And I got one particular favorite one that I really want to see done at some point. So, Jeremy, what are the odds that the next time you're in, like, your, you know, I don't know, your library or whatever, you have to go up to somebody random that you do not know, give go up to them while recording, saying, hey, could you record something for me? <laughs> Let them start pointing the camera at you and then do a little <laughs> jig. <laughs> and then you keep doing a little jig for like a couple seconds for a few seconds and then just ask for the phone back and walk away
4: I'd say about 31
1: 31 <laughs> huh okay and of course the video would be going up on the reality with a twist Instagram page uh, i is that true is that true Dylan
2: I mean yeah I'd say so yeah
1: okay cool uh, I will count down all
2: right
1: three two one. Nine. Two. Okay. Okay. Mm. Still close.
4: All right, Mister Benjamin Smith. Yes. What are the odds that she that you? <laughs> uh, oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh gosh! I'm trying to think of the best way to put this one what are the odds that you apply for the farm oh <laughs> oh you Wait. know what farm
1: do do you guys need to give some lore some ben and no D no no, lore, no. we're or... we're going to
0: leave
4: it at the farm
0: okay
1: okay
4: <laughs>
0: not the farm <laughs> it's been You're like going 5 years
4: <laughs> you send it an application to the farm.
0: I don't even think you can send an application.
4: Wait, actually?
0: I think you have to, like, just call and, like, ask for an
1: interview. You'll have to call and ask for an interview.
4: And then just not show up. I mean, it would be pretty funny if you showed up. Oh, my gosh. And then you got the job. I don't want the job.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um... (sighs) I will do I'll do twelve if I don't have to show up and fifty if I do have to
4: show up.
1: <laughs> wow. Which okay. one are you choosing?
4: Um you don't have to show up. Okay, I'll count 12. you guys down. Oh,
3: okay.
2: I'll count you guys down. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Three, two, one. Six. Eleven. Uh, no. uh,
1: just to give a little bit of context, it is not a wheat corn or soy farm it is not oh a- it's also
0: yeah it's it's also not any kind of illegal drug farm yeah no so <laughs> don't worry about that, don't worry about <laughs> no.
1: that it is a very specific kind of farm for a very specific industry, and it sucks to work in from what I've heard.
4: For for legal reasons it's also not a human farm
1: yes yes <laughs> yeah for for legal no, reasons that would be it's very nothing, very illegal it,
2: it's it's in no way an illegal farm aside from the fact that maybe they should not have been working in those roles at those ages but that's besides the point yeah yeah maybe maybe even eventually if... we will
1: explain what the farm
0: is. yeah <laughs> yeah we'll just leave it at that that's yeah. a good idea oh man that was a good one though i haven't thought about the farm in a while
4: don't think of it too much. It will give you flashbacks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no. I do still have dreams sometimes. No way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so uh um, what are, what are we electing?
0: Uh I still Oh, my bad. My bad. Oh, it's it's okay. Um Gunnar, you haven't been asked an odds yet, have you? I have not. Please. Well that's perfect for this odds because it's a little taste of what you've already done this episode. Uh-oh. What are the odds you send us off at the end of this episode by singing us a Gaelic song? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pull up one on YouTube so you have
3: lyrics. Yes. All right. Um, I'm going to go 25.
1: I'll count down. Okay. Three, two, one. 14. 17. Oh, dang. A lot of close ones today.
2: Really a lot of close ones. So now what are we electing?
4: I vote the Gaelic send-off.
1: I'm thinking
4: Gaelic send-off too.
1: I'm thinking... The only reason I don't want to vote for that one is because we've had the uh, uh, um, national anthem in episode four. Uh,
2: that was like a two five million years ago though. That is
1: not correct. But <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say. Gunnar, what was yours?
3: The tattoo. The tattoo? Ta-
1: oh no, no, not that one. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the campus video. That's what I'm voting oh, for. Oh gosh, no, please.
2: <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about it if you don't get it. Um No I'm gonna get it. <laughs>
0: Ben, do I, you have I, a
1: decision yet? I kind of like farm, actually.
2: <laughs> but it won't make sense if any of us applied. <laughs> no, it would be
1: funny if one, all of us applied for the farm. But uh... <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay. I think next episode would be entertaining if we did the tuna. Or. Yeah, I am saying the tuna or the uh the campus video cuz either of those would give us some content to upload um which would both be very funny.
4: We better decide quick cuz I, I really can make runs. I'll I'll say Gaelic. Yeah, I'm going to say Gaelic.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh I'll start All us right. off. I'll say um 15. All
3: right, I'll say okay. the number. I'll count you down. Three, two, one, four. one. Four. Oh. God. Oh my gosh! I'll no. say ten. I'll
0: say it with you. I'll, I'll count you guys down. Oh. I'll go do ahead, it. Dylan. Whatever. Okay. Three, two, one. Nine. Nine. There we go.
3: It's gutter again. Okay. Let's um, go. What? What?
1: <laughs> oh boy. I'll find a video for you. Oh, yeah. Just send
3: it in the in the uh. <laughs>
1: nine is score. a cursed number nine is a cursed number fellas
2: never never pick nine Yes. alrighty well do we want to do our outros and then we'll just cut to the uh to the Gaelic scene for yeah, the I, sake of Jeremy so, having to go so that I can just run.
1: yep that yep. is great
0: alrighty well Ben you send us off then alright I had a lot of fun boys but uh I'll see you guys in the next episode uh Jeremy do you have any teasers for
4: us Oh, you know it. Um so that I actually don't have a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Just to see us see us next time. Yes. We're gonna be talking about something from Indiana. Uh, okay. something very fun, fascinating. Uh, it's gonna be Indiana based.
1: Awesome. Wonderful.
0: All right. All right, boys. Um uh, this has been Reality with the Twist. I'm Ben. I'm Jeremy. I'm Gabriel. I'm Gunner.
2: And I'm Dylan. And...
0: Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye. I'm starting the video in three, two... Wait, is everybody ready? Yeah, 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 I'm ready. All right, starting the video in three, two, one. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> so, do, do you fuck, <being> <laughs> I <laughs> I'm like, 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 I'm
5: like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like,
3: I'm like, 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 i i Everybody in so line
5: later so
1: she right she on she goes so so <laughs> so, I, I, I was, like I was like I'm a, I'm so, 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 I'm up so
5: the